So now we're going to get into the word. And I encourage you to pay attention and let the word minister to your heart. Because the word of God is always doing that in the midst of us. God is the spirit, so you're not going to see him. But you can sense him. And that's the beauty about God. That we are here to serve him. We are here to be encouraged. We are here to be uplifted. Some of you might be going through some rehab. Some of you might be going through some time of difficulty. But remember, you're not alone. Sure, you got your staff, your doctors and all that. But God is with you. For those who allow God to come into their life, God will be part of your life. But if you don't want, it's okay either. But God wants you to have a relationship with him. Amen? So let's pray. We'll get into the word. And then we can just thank God for his goodness. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you'll have your way and continue to guide us and strengthen us through your word. And I pray for all the people that hear the word. May they be ready to receive the word through their voice of I will represent, Lord, of your word. And we just thank you, Lord. More of you, less of me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So now, today's message is teach them for Christ. Second Timothy declares in verse 3, chapter 3, verse 16, it says, All scriptures are given. By the inspiration of God. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. You know, that scripture basically is simple. Divine revelation from God, from heaven, to people that love the Lord... So they can inscribe it in writing and became the official Holy Bible. The Holy Bible has 66 books. And these 66 books are broken in the category of Old Testament and New Testament. It teaches us what is true. And to realize what is wrong in our lives. And to correct us, we are wrong, what we did wrong, and teach us what we did right. The Old Testament has 39 books. If you never read the book, You might not understand it thoroughly, but the Spirit of God will give you insight of your mind to open up the Scriptures so it becomes alive in your personal walk. And the Old Testament has from Genesis to Malachi. And in the New Testament, there's 27 books. And it goes from Matthew's through revelation. Now why am I getting talking about that? Because the book was inspired. There's other books, 
but it wasn't inspired by God. That's the difference. Well, how do I know if this is true? Because it was inspired by God. A divine revelation for those people that walk close with God to have these books in our hands that we read. This Holy Bible, I have these electronic devices, it has my Holy Bible in there. Okay? And the reason why I have the electronic device so I can see it, because when you get older, it's hard to read. You want the font size to be bigger? Even if I got glasses, the font size needed to still be bigger. So understand that the word is to correct us, to live this lifestyle of holiness, and what is wrong, stop doing it. It's simple. That's what the Holy Bible is about. But how would you know if you don't read the Bible? Unless you come to service, then we can teach you that. Come to Bible study, you'll really learn the in-depth study. It gets deeper. But right now, it's just more just a kind of like an overview of what we're talking about today. Now listen to this. Hebrews 4.12. This is the part that's going to hit everybody. Pay attention. For we... For the word of God is quick, powerful, listen, sharper than in any two-edged sword. So if you have a sword, both ends of the blade is sharp. So imagine not to stab you with it or poke you with it. It's just a parable of a story to tell you how sharp it is that it even pierced into our heart, into the bones and marrow. It's just a parable for you to understand that it hits you from the inside out. Amen? Amen. Dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and the discernment of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. So just remember, when we speak the word of God, it cuts like a knife, meaning that it ministers to your heart, meaning that it convicts your heart when you're in wrongdoing and wrong standing with God. You might have did evil in your life. I'll be the first to raise my hand. All of us done evil. What do you mean by evil? Against the word of God. The Bible says to live holy because he is holy. Well, I can't be perfect. None of us are. But we have a guideline, a standard we live by. Amen? And that guideline is very important for you to follow. Well, I'm not perfect. I'm human and all that. Stop making excuses. The Bible said for those who love him will do and be disciples of him. Amen? In order to be taught, in order to be discipled of God, to be a follower of Christ, I'm going to give you the parameters and let's see if that would be in your suitable making. Humility. Do we have humility in our lives? Lowliness. Meekness. The key word is submissiveness. 
you submit to God's word. If, you, if the word says this, then follow it. Amen? Amen. Is it hard? Yes. yes. But you're not alone. Who's with you? God. Here's another part that you need to understand if you can be taught by Christ or to be Disciple by Christ is willingness. Are you willing? Willing to go along. Cheerful and readiness. Am I cheerful and I'm ready to go? Am I have a lot of enthusiastic? And you have a made up mind that you're going to do. So are you willing? Okay. How about this? Servant. Uh-oh, that's too hard. Servant is a helper for you to serve God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and all your strength. And if you can do that, then you're on your way to be disciple of Christ. So you can be taught by him, through the word, through people that walk close with God. The longer you hang out with me personally, I'll get to know your spirit. And then I'll begin to pray. And then everything I'll say will be according to the word of God. It's okay to talk about the NBA final, baseball, sports events, current events, international events. No problem. But always put God first in everything you do. Amen? Amen. And you can't go wrong. Some of us put the family first. Uh Uh-oh. Some of us put our daughters, our beloved grandchildren first. Uh Uh-oh. Some of us put our wives and husbands first. Double uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Put God first. Well, my family means everything. I didn't say to get rid of them. Put God first. So are you a willing servant to be a helper to do his will? What is his will? Obey his word. What is his word? Living holy as he is holy. Amen. Listen to this. Obey. Well, it's hard to obey if you're an alpha role character personality. All you alpha roles out there. Well, I can't be told. Why not? Obey is to comply. To follow a command or an instruction. If the doctor says stop eating those brownies for dessert. And start eating carrots and broccoli. Are you kidding me? I'll eat the brownie and the broccoli. (laughs) So follow and obey God's word. Amen. Listen to this last bullet point. Duplicate. What do you mean duplicate? I'm going to tell you. Duplicate how you were taught in the word of God. The people that are seasoned. People that love the Lord. Hang out with them. Because you won't hear any filthy words coming out. You won't hear ungodly talk. 
You won't hear any innu- innuenda. You won't hear any of that because they love the Lord. So you want to hang out with me? We can. Well, I'm going to be talking about God. Sure, I might talk about the NBA final once in a while. Sure, we talk about life. Nothing wrong with that. But who comes first? Amen. So you duplicate yourself by what you were taught by who those people are seasoned in the Lord and hearing the word of God. Amen? Amen. You know why the disciples, the apostles, they were picked by Jesus? How many know the story? How many disciples of Christ were there in the original beginning of Jesus' recruitment? How many? Twelve. Say twelve. Twelve. Correct. And these twelve were very important in the walk of Jesus. Well, Jesus died. But listen. Yeah, Jesus died. He he rose again. The grave is empty. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Now he lives in your life. Only if you allow him. And you're going to have an opportunity today. The 12, not going to go over all the names, are the key how God himself, through his son Jesus, began to disciple the 12 apostles. And those 12 apostles began to spread the good news to everybody. Fast forward 2,000 years ago to now of the works of the Holy Spirit in our lives now because of those key people back then. And it's going to all the ends of the world. Yes, in the Middle East. Well, how can that be? God is pouring out His Spirit. What about in Asia? Sure enough, it's happening there. What about in Australia all day long? What about Canada? Everywhere. See, that's God's spirit moving. You guys understand so far? Amen. In closing, be teachable. Well, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You guys heard that before? Because you're so good in your craft. You're good in teaching. You're good in your hands mechanically. You're good with your thinking of drawing engineer drawings and building structures. You're good in helping people. Right? You're good in that. Whatever your trade was, whether it was professional, lawyers, service, teacher or any trade that you learned in the past 50 years you can't teach that person anything else but in scriptures let's go back to the biblical point in scripture all you guys can be taught by the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit gives you this divine revelation for you to understand more of the scriptures So you can follow those guidelines each and every day. Amen? Amen. May your mind be guarded by wicked world. This world is wicked. You don't think so? Read the news. (laughs) 
Did you hear about the shootout? Yeah. How sad is that? That was only a few days ago. Twelve got killed. Because of a guy that loved to shoot that gun. That's a sad case. We're living in this wicked world. Well, yeah, it didn't happen to your family, but what about their family? You got to be compassionate. You have to be sensitive. It wasn't my family, thank goodness. Well, yeah, thank God. But what about them? They're going through a grieving process. We have to be compassionate for others. Pray for them. We already prayed for the last few days. I have, and, and our prayer group has, and many other people in the nation. Because they're compassionate to help others. Now, if it was in your shoe and in your family, I guarantee you'd be coming, Oh, Pastor, I'm... everyone died. Hmm. Be compassionate. Show the love. Amen? Amen? Duplicate what you were taught. Well, I only see you guys once in a while. We're here every week except for the third week. So you keep coming here, I will teach you the Word of God. Brother TJ will teach you the Word of God. My wife, Joy, she's out of town right now, but she'll be back. She'll be back in two weeks. Hallelujah. And live holy unto God. I can't. Through Christ you can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. By Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. May you minister and touch your people. May they have a heart to be teachable. May they have a heart of humility. And may they have a mind to be made up to serve you as a servant of God. I thank you for your people here today. And I thank you, Lord, that you'll protect them and bless them. Protect their hearts and mind. May they have a fruitful week until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, if the Lord had touched you and the word of God ministered you, let's give a clap offering to the God. Amen? Amen. amen. We're going to close out in worship, then I'm going to pray for you, okay? Good morning to all. As we prepare for this morning's word, just be encouraged, be happy, no matter what comes your way. Because life is always up and down. Isn't that right? That's correct. But it's how we handle that moment when you're down. When you can cling on to God's word and your faith is in operation, you'll start getting happy. you start to smile. And that's what we're going to talk about today is understand his word and how you guys can be encouraged. Amen?
Father, I just thank you for your word for today. May you just guide us through your word. More of you, less of me. May the Spirit of God move in the midst of your people. For those who have an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this hour. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So now, today's title is Being Disciple. Being Disciple. Now, you have to understand, being disciple is a follower of Christ. Of course, we had the original 12 disciples. They were the apostles as well. But we're talking about disciples following for Christ. That's what disciples are. But being disciple is being taught the word in your life and someone guiding you and mentoring you and to give you guidelines in how to live this lifestyle for Christ. And it's easy to be with someone that knows Christ and is seasoned in the Lord. If you try to do it on your own, it's going to be tough. No guideline, no nothing. So it's important to be with people that knows the word truly, rightly dividing the truth and giving you more understanding and knowledge of the word. So today's message is being discipled. It main, mainly means any followers of Christ. Now, this is going to couple of verses we're going to cover. John 8, 31 and verse 32. John verse 31 and verse 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believe on him, If you continue in my word, listen, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples. Indeed. Verse 32 said, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. You guys know some of these verses, right? But now let's let's break it down in regards to. Verse 31. Then Jesus said unto those who Jews and who believe on him, if you continue in my word, they, then they are my disciples indeed. Let's start word, word, the word believe. Believe is something that you can't see. Believe that you can't love a God when you haven't seen. If you guys know that God is a spirit, He's invisible to our naked eye. We cannot see. All we see is this place, this chapel. The four walls, the roof, the door. But God is a spirit. And the beauty about God is we can sense his spirit when he's moving in the midst of us. Okay? So believing in somebody... Believing in God because he's invisible. See, now it takes faith to believe. Lord, I haven't met you personally, but I confess you as my Lord and Savior. 
That's the first step. And then the second step is to have a relationship. This is not a religion that we're talking about. It's a relationship so personal that you speak to the Lord every day, every morning, every afternoon, every evening, and whenever you can have the opportunity to speak to the Lord. He's right beside you. He lives in you. So all you have to do is just talk. He'll listen to you. If you always want, 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 want from the Lord, I'm sure he'll give you what you want. But actually the Lord said, what's on your mind? What makes you sad today? How are you going to relate that to our Lord? So you just express how you feel to the Lord in your words, whether it's through tears or through laughter. Do it from the heart. And now you got God's attention. Amen? Amen. So believe. And then it says continue in the word. Now see, there is a condition here. Well, I don't like to read. Well, I, I'd rather just enjoy my time instead of reading the Word. The Word is the Holy Bible. It might not be easy to read it, but it's simple if you just begin to read it and let the Holy Spirit show you that. He'll reveal these little tidbits of knowledge and insight revelation for you to understand and then all of a sudden the light bulb goes on and then you say, wow, I didn't think this, I can understand this. So you guys got to say, Lord, give me that understanding in reading the word. The Bible study is good references because they'll ex- help you explain the interpretation of the word. Sometimes the scriptures can be parables, which means stories. Sometimes the scripture can be prophecy, what is going to fulfill and sometimes is just literal when you just have to listen from the word of God. So these are different categories for you to understand. When you're getting in the parable, then you have to read a little bit more. When you're getting in a prophecy, you have to really do some study. When it gets to the literal, like thou shall not steal, thou shall not lie, thou shall not covet, meaning I want my best friend's um, handmade because she's a, a hard worker. Ask the Lord to provide that for you if you're into asking for that. So continue in the word by meditating on it. But how would you meditate on it if you don't read the word? Does anyone have phones here? Phones cell phone for all the people listening. Nobody? How about a Bible? Does anyone have a Bible? How many would like to have a Bible? Okay. When you want a Bible, let me know. We'll make a Bible so simple that we'll make it into an easy translation. Okay? The New Living Translation helps you understand it more clear than the King James. The reason why I use the King James Version is because 
it's the closest context of the interpretation. And then you have all these newer Bibles, the, I guess, the New Living and the KJB or KJBS or something like that. It gives you more simplified words instead of looking in the dictionary of the King James Version. That's all. Okay? So continuing the word by fellowshipping, reading the word, and meditating on that. And then verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, how can that be? Have you wondered about that? You heard the scripture. It's a popular scripture. See? You shall know the truth. What is the truth? Now, let's get to that. The truth is the Holy Bible. But a lot of people that are skeptic, the unbeliever would always say this, how can it be truth when man wrote the Bible? And I said, I guess last week, that it's been inspired by God. And a lot of people said, what does that mean? Make it simple. God's divine revelation went to specific people in the Bible and wrote the book. In the New Testament, two-thirds was done by the Apostle Paul. If you don't know who Apostle Paul was, Apostle Paul crucified the Christian, killed them, put him in jail. He was Saul before he became Paul. And then Saul, at the time, encountered Jesus with the bright light blinding them for three days. He trembled when he heard the voice of the Lord. See, he had an encounterment. Did you have an encounterment with the Lord personally? Hopefully, not, not that type of example where he was blinded for three days. That's how he became converted to a Christian. So now instead of killing them, he's uplifting them and encouraging them and discipling and winning other people to Christ. So he was being discipled. In today's age, you're being discipled through the word, through the people that knows the word to help you. Like me, we come here on Sundays. So you can be encouraged and know the word a little bit more than last week. Isn't that right? So the truth is inspired by the word and is specifically wrote in the 66 books. Okay? Now, once your faith is in operation, once you read the word, once you keep it in your heart, once the plant, the seed begins to root and it becomes deeper into the ground, you begin to bear fruit. And then all of a sudden, I believe. All of a sudden, you got a prayer answer. All of a sudden, you got healed. All of a sudden, your family start to visit you more. All of a sudden, things start to become better. See, that's how you know the word shall make you free because you allow God in your personal life to be real in your life. Here's a saying. 
What you put into it is what you get out of it. Here's what I mean by that. If you only pray, pray one time in 24 hours, that's, your, that's what you'll get. If you pray three times, that's what you get. If you pray throughout the day and because you love the Lord, Lord, I'm going to have dinner here. Mm, I got something on my mind. While I'm eating, I want to share it with you. That's talking to the Lord. When you're in your own quarters and it's quiet, say, Lord, it's a beautiful night. It's a quiet evening. I thank you for today. Always talk to him like he's right beside you. Okay? Amen? Amen. So let the word dwell in you richly for you to be set free. Amen? Amen. If you worry, that's a sin. If you do a little white lie, that's a sin. If you do itty bitty lie, that's a sin. If you protect another best friend's, uh, I'm in trouble, but make sure that you don't get me in trouble. You can't do that. You'll say, I'm your friend, I'm here for you, but I can't lie for you. You see? Well, what about if it means that I have to go to jail? Well, if you committed the crime, you have to pay the, pay the price. So thou shalt not lie. You guys understand? So let the word dwell in you richly for you to be set free from all those things that is before you. If the temptation is great, then say, Lord, there's such temptation here. Help me resist. Help me say no. Amen? Amen. Being disciple is a willing heart. Are you willing to be disciple? Amen. Yes. Willing heart. How about commitment? Are you committed to come on Sunday? Yes. Oh, it's hard. I had a rough night. Get up and so you can be blessed on Sunday. I, didn't, I had a restless, sleepless night. I ate something. I just had a little bathroom all night long. Get up on Sunday so you can get your healing. Oh, you don't know what I went through, Pastor. But the Lord does. So cry out to the Lord. Lord, I don't feel good, but I believe you're going to heal me. Lord, if I press toward Sunday service, I believe I'm going to be blessed just to be encouraged of the word. I'm not up here for show. I'm up here to do the works of the Lord. To share. The Bible says to feed my sheep. I'm here to feed you the word of God. So when you leave here, you'll be encouraged. The toughest battle that you're going to face is this mind. In between here is your mind. There's the battle. You want to be happy? Meditate on the word. You want to think about the bad day you had? If you do, guess what? You're going to get depressed. You're going to feel sad. And you're, and you're wishing, I wish the pastor were here to give me a word of God. Encourage yourself, just like King David did. And then a made-up mind. I'm going to finish to the race to the very end. 
Blessed are those who finish the race. Oh, I'm gasping for breath. I can't run no more. Then walk. Oh, I need to rest a little bit. Then sit. You ever seen a picture of the beach and you and the Lord is walking, but you only see one set of footprints? Because the Lord is carrying you. You should be encouraged. You're not alone. We're here for you every Sunday, except for the third. But other than that, we're here for you. You know why? We love the Lord. We love you guys. Because I want you to grow in your faith. I want you to be encouraged and be inspired by the word of God. So make sure you have a willing heart. You commit it to the Lord and you have a made up mind. Remember, God gives us a freedom of choice. Serve him or not. But the Bible is clear that if we die and if you're not committed to the Lord in accepting them, then there's a separation from God eternally. But if you accepted Christ and you're doing your very best in your ability, remember, it is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. It's not you who lives anymore. It's Christ lives in you. And if he lives in you, then let him reign in your life. But sometimes the mind gets in the way. Sometimes there's doubt that slips in there. Sometimes there's depression and you feel sad. But God is with you. We are here for you guys. We want you to be encouraged. Amen? Listen to these. Live for Jesus. How? So I'm going to show you. Start with love. Love conquers all sin. Love even love your enemies. That doctor, you don't even know, Pastor. That doctor is just mean and he just want to just, he doesn't even smile when he come and see, checks me out. Show love. Say, have a great day, doctor. God bless you. The doctor will look back. Hmm. He'll think twice. See, guys? So start with love. How about joy? When's the last time you had joy in your life? Last year. That's a long time. You should have joy daily. Amen. Come on now. It's what you put into it. And you go like this, oh, I feel sad. Then you're going to be sad. Lord, encourage me. I'm going to encourage you to encourage myself to rejoice in the Lord. How about peace? You're going to go into surgery. You're going to take out whatever they need to take out. If you don't have peace, that means you're not trusting in God. Uh-oh. Trust in God and that peace will be in your life. Amen? Amen. Guys, got to get this. How about long-suffering? Well, I don't like that part. That's part of it. Long-suffering is because you have patience. Long-suffering is something that no Christian wants to go through. 
But Jesus did it. He had to set the example for us. You know, when you say things of the word of God, people hate you for that. There's atheists out there, there are agnostics out there, and those that are the opposition of God, they'll go against you. And if they can, they'll want to kill you. But with God, nothing can come against you. Amen? Amen. Yes. How about gentleness? Are you gentle to one another? How about when your kids come over? Are you gentle or are you gripey? Oh, here you go again. You should be rejoicing that they come and visit you. They'll say, Grandma, Mom, whatever. I'm glad to see you. And you do the same. I'm happy to see you. Give me a big old hug. And kiss, kiss them in the cheek or something. They can feel your love. Amen? Amen? Goodness. Think of something good and what is right when people visit you. Faith. Is your faith in operation? Is it this big or this big? But if you start this much, then it actually starts to get bigger. You know why? Because he answered your first prayer. It only takes a mustard seed. And guess what happened? It grows. Meekness is just surrender and submit under authority. Well, I'm an alpha row. Okay. I got that strong person. Not. Okay. I don't give in to anyone. Okay. Then be the way you are. Then that means Christ is not living in you. Well, I'll take that back. Christ, Lord, take that stuff out of me. Some of you guys back when you were younger would probably say, I'm a very strong character personality. Don't raise your hands. And if you are, you begin to stay humble before the Lord because the word starts to change you. It'll set you free. You don't need to be arrogant and outspoken. Did you know that you can be soft-spoken and you get your point across? Amen? Amen. And the last one, ready? Self-control. How many people have self-control in their mind? Or does a mind go loose? Is your mind going loose? And you say, yeah, I'm going to. Are you going to say that in your mind? Control it. Uh-uh, I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to stay home. Lord, fight my own battle. Thank you, Lord. In closing, being disciple is follower of Christ. Are you willing to do his will. What is his will? To stay close with God. To have a relationship with God. Read the word. Well, I can't read. Someone will read your, a chapter a day. Ask somebody to read it for you. Follow the word by living for him. Operate in the fruit of the Spirit, which I mentioned already. There's nine. Which one do you operate more than the less? I don't know how to love. The Bible says that love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
So God gave us a, a commandment. It's not based on emotion. You know when you first maybe met your first date or you saw someone and you said, wow. Well, let me see if she makes me happy. It's not the emotion that creates love. That's why God said, love me, God, with all your heart. So now you're commanded to love God. But here's the beauty. When you love him, you trust him, and your prayer is answered, then you'll start saying, I love God. See the difference? He commands you to love him, but eventually when you get to know God and you know his word, you say it with more of an expression of how you really feel about him. Does that make sense? You start to express and experience his love. Even though he said he commands us. So I pray that you go forth in the name of the Lord. Be strong through his word. And stay faithful to him. I think this is the second Sunday already, right? So we won't be here next Sunday. Is that correct, guys? We'll be back on the fourth Sunday. Is that correct? So... We'll be back on the fourth Sunday, then the other pastor will be here, and I hope you'll learn from him as you learn from here. How many learned today? Amen. Amen. Could I just say one word? Yes, ma'am. You've used the word believe a Mm -hmm. lot today, and I have a, my daughter, one of my daughters bought me a one word, believe. It's in a wooden frame. Nice. Sitting by my bed in my room, and you have no idea. How many times I look at that word, spell believe, B-E-L-I-E-V, it's going to be a good day, and God is going to help. Take care of me, however I need help. Amen. It's powerful, guys. See? It's touching and it's moving. What about in your personal life? Let God reign in your life. Believe from your heart. And then the mind will follow your heart. Absolutely. Amen? Amen? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. I thank you for your blessing and how you moved in the midst of us and how you touched each and every one of us. Continue to guide us and be with us through and through this week until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, if you're happy, give the Lord a tap offering. Yay! Yay. But greet one another, tell them you love each other, and uh, encourage one another. Bring some people. Wake them up early. If you can get up, just say, hey, it's time, you know? So we'll be here, okay, guys? So be encouraged. We're going to just leave with a blessing over your life, amen? Amen. Just be blessed and stay close to God. And, you know, I'll have some business card made up soon, and so I'll get it to you so in case... There's any emergency you want to call us, you can call us. How's that? So you can feel that there's someone here for you. Because sometimes the family might not make it because they're either out of town or they're not in a very good position right now. But we'll do our best to be there for you, okay? Because we've done that for many people in our since we started this ministry. Good morning. Well, we're here to giving a word of encouragement to everyone here that you may be encouraged, inspired, and to keep going for the Lord. 
it's very important for us to continue to serve the Lord. Amen? Amen. Because life is always up and down, but we continue to serve Him from our heart. Because, see, if we do it from the heart and our mind is one accord, then we're going to go in a direction to serve Him. And that's what we want to do is continue to serve Him with our hearts and our mind. Because if the mind is thinking of something else, sometimes the body don't want to go there. The body says, oh, I don't feel like getting up this morning for service. But the mind says, we got to go, we got to go. Oh, but the body feels tired and sleepy. But we got to go, we got to go. Amen? So let us pray and then we'll give you the word of encouragement today. Father, we thank you for your word. May you continue to guide us in your word. May your word enlighten us. May your word minister to our hearts. May your word impact us personally. So we thank you, Lord, to be more of you, less of me. And we thank you and glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. So now, today's message is obey my word. Obey my word. Which word are we talking about? The word of God. Amen. So in 1 John 3.24, it declares, And he that keepeth his commandments dwell in him. And he in him, and hereby we know that he abide in us by the spirit which he has given us. Amen. So I'm going to give you another version of that. Same scripture, 1 John 3.24, but listen to how it's simplified in the word. That was the King James Version I mentioned. And it says, those who obey God, God's commandment remains in fellowship with him. And he with them and know that he lives in us. See, the word lives in us. And the spirit he gave us, life, lives in us. So, the word of God is alive. And it ministers to our hearts and we continue to live and abide in him. So, let's start with the word obedience to God's commands. Now, listen to this part here. If you're obedient to God's command, this is a true sign of a person that is a believer, which is a Christian, that loves God. And the only way you can know if you love God is obeying His Word. And most of all, Knowing His Word. Did you know that we can speak or talk out of ignorance and don't even know what the Word of God really means in our lives? That's why it's important for us to know the Word. We're working on trying to get a Bible for each and every one of you. Something that's bigger font, you know, bigger letters, and easier to understand. Amen? Amen. You'll be, you, would you guys like that? Sure. Right. So that's what we're going to do. And so you can understand more of the Word of God. Did you know that praying is important? Why? Because 
you can get God's attention. If you pray to God, you can go like this. You can go like this. You can be sitting down, laying down, eating, relaxing. As long as you're talking to God, that's praying to God. But this means it's like a symbol. Yeah, symbolizing that you're praying. So it's like an international language. Praying, okay? And then your worship is singing unto the Lord. Sing to God with a smile. Sing unto God with joy and gladness. Sing to God with a good heart. Can you sing to God and not smile and not be joyful? Unless you're singing the blues. If you're singing the blues, you might. But see, guys, you worship him with your heart. If you're taking a shower or you're doing bed bath or whatever you guys are doing, worship him. And most of all, the word in your life, read it daily. It's like when you had, did we have breakfast this morning yet? Yes. Bacon and eggs? No. Pancakes, French toast? Waffle. Close enough. See, you had breakfast. You fed and nourished your body. Fruits, vegetables, banana. See, you nourish your body. Now it's time to nourish you spiritually. And that's what we're doing this morning. Amen? Amen. The mutual relationship living for Christ as he lives in us. Listen to this. Christian who keeps these three essential commands. Listen to this. Believe in Christ. How many believe? Raise your hand. Yay. Believing in Christ because he is our Savior. What does Savior mean? Savior of the world. Savior for humanity. Savior from our sins. He is the way, the truth, and the life that leads to heaven. How do you know? Believe in the Lord Jesus and thou shalt be saved. Amen? Amen. Amen. Can I just say something? Yes, ma'am. When you said the word believe, mm. my daughter, one of my daughters, brought me one word, believe, in a wooden frame. And you know how many times I look at that for day? Believing. Amen. Believe. And the Lord Jesus. Thank you for sharing that. Believe that he's the way, the truth, and the life. Believe that he can make you happy. How would you be happy unless you read the word? The word changes people's life. If I shared my story in 60 seconds, you would cry, you would laugh, and you would rejoice in my story. The second is love your brothers and sisters. Well, they are, I want to say, get under my skin. They're getting on my nerves. They're about to make me explode like a volcano lava coming out. How can I love them? It's because the word of God dwells in you richly. 
You learn to overcome those type of peoples in your life. Sometimes we, make, we might not be perfect, but we strive to live a lifestyle for God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Loving your brother and sister is unconditional. Say unconditional, guys. Unconditional. That means no matter how many times they do evil to you, you show unconditional love. I love you. And they'll go, oh, I don't like that word. I love you. And they'll say, stop saying that. I love you. And then they feel the love eventually. But think about how many times we disappoint God and he still loves us. Amen. See, no matter what we do and how fast we fall short of God, God has everlasting love for all of us. So forgive and it, as many as it takes. Okay? Forgive. Here's the third one. Live morally upright lives. Here it is. Holiness. Well, what is holiness? It's like that light. It's pure. It's bright. It's no darkness in it. The light illuminates darkness. You ever been in a dark room and you just flip the switch and then all of a sudden, wow, it's so bright in here, right? That's how light of the word is in our life. It's a light inside us that actually shines out. You ever seen a lamp or you ever seen a lighthouse where it guides the big ships in? The light beam goes out for miles and you say, oh, there is the light. And that's how they guide themselves into the pier. So it's the same thing with us. We have that light. We shine so people can see our lifestyle of holiness. So let the light shine. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do you want your blessings? Oh, here we go. Watch this. You want your blessings? Yes. Here's how you get your blessings. Luke eleven twenty eight. But he said, Yea, rather be blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. See, if you keep the heart, the word of God in your heart, then the blessing starts to come in your lives. Blessing comes in many fashions. One is your longevity with the Lord. Second would be your fruit and how you display your character and financial blessings. Stay on the course and endure. How many people don't like to endure? We want the easy way out. Isn't that right? You'll say to the nurse, nurse, I'm in pain. The nurse said, well, I gave you pain killer. You just got to endure for a minute so it can settle in and let the pain killer take place. Amen? So you have to endure as a Christian. It's a metaphor to say, I have to keep going no matter what I'm feeling. Amen? So you keep going for the Lord. I might be limping into heaven, but it's okay. Because you live this lifestyle for him. In, in 1 Corinthians 13, 7, it says, bear all things. Uh-oh. You hear that? Bear all things. 
believe in all things and hope in all things. And look at the last part of it. Endure it all things. See, in our life, we have to endure. In our life, we have to bear. In our life, we have to kind of like deal with our neighbor. You know, our neighbor might be only 10 feet away. Hello, neighbor. And they have a grumpy face. It looks like you're having a tough day. I'm going to pray for you even though you don't like it. <laughs> See? <laughs> no matter what, you just endure. Do you know that God knows that? You know the, the Israelites? They were enslaved for 400 years and they kept crying out to God. And then eventually Moses was the deliverer and exed them out of Egypt and going toward the promised land. But the Israelite, they endured. They whipped them. They didn't care too much about them. But they cried to God after 400 years. And finally there was a person to deliver the Israelites. See guys, sometimes we have to endure even though God hears our cry. Eventually God is working something out in your life so he can honor your prayer. He'll give you a blessing from your prayer petition, meaning to answer your prayer. Amen? Amen. So bear it all things, believe it all things, hope it all things, and endure it all things. Do not compromise the word. The word is the Bible. How many times are we compromising the word every day in our lives? If someone is a bad influence, would you want to want to hang out with them? If you do what eventually happens? You would be bad. Exactly. You'll be bad. You'll be like them. There is a saying. I always say this for years. Association brings simulation. let let, Let that register for a minute. As you associate with an evil person, eventually those evil things start to pop out of you and you don't even know it. And then all of a sudden... Someone comes in and says, why did you change? He said, what do you mean? I noticed you changed since you met that person. See? So be careful who you associate with. If they're showing love, they smile, and they encourage you, you want to be with those kind of people. Amen? Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, and for out of, for out of it is the issue of life. Listen to this uh, translation. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. See that? You guard your heart from people that does evil and destruction. Even though the nurse might be having a rough day, you smile. You encourage them. You know? Because you, they don't know what you don't know what they're going through, and they don't know what you're going through. Because this can be an emotional battle for us. Isn't that right? But see, we have the mind of Christ to be strengthened so we can overcome these things. Amen? Amen. Amen. Listen, in closing, being disciple is to obey. I'll say that again. Being discipled is to obey. Obeying is following the word of God. In line with his word, 
continuously. See, I'm giving you the formula for you to figure this out that is simple. Begin to receive the blessing. I said in the beginning, did you want your blessing? You guys said yes. In order to get your blessing, you need to let the word dwell in you richly and stay in line with the word. How? Love, 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 love. Is that hard? You might say it depends on my mood. It depends on whether the doctor gave me my medicine or not. It would depend on if I had a good night rest. See, everything is not predicated on what took place. It's how your mindset takes place. Amen? Amen? So your mind is the one that needs to take place. Mind, I, control, I say no to that pain. Even though you're limping into service. Mind, I feel this pain and this medicine is still not taken over yet. I'm going to keep going. See, it's your mindset. Because the Bible said to endure, bear all things, hope it all things, believe it all things. So we need to do that. So your blessing is being a disciple for Christ is to obey, obey the word in line with the word and continue to live by the word and begin to receive your blessing. Your blessing could be as simple as a sound mind. Say sound mind, guys. Sound, sound mind. mind. You know what sound mind mean? That you don't start getting kind of crazy. Well, what do I mean by crazy? Oh, you're talking about and worrying about Anxious about sweating, your your palms start to get all clown. You feel it kind of like sticky. Okay? So all you guys gotta remember is stand on the word no matter what. Blessing means a special favor, a mercy, or a benefit from God. When God blesses you, it's a benefit for you. For sound mind, longevity, family gathering, family being together. Amen? Amen. A favor, a gift bestowed by God. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. For those who had an ear and heard the word, blessed are they. For those that didn't hear the word, I pray that you touch them in somehow to minister the word one way or another. So we thank you for today. May there be a blessed week. May there be a blessed heart and change of the heart. And we thank you, Lord, and give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we are finished. And if someone can play the guitar and sing us Well, we are dismissed. And I thank you for coming. Wow, we have a full house today. Well, we thank you. And we want to say next Sunday, guys. We'll be here next Sunday. How many of you are going to come next Sunday? Yay. Lord willing. Amen. So we'll be here next Sunday because it's the, I think it's the fourth. Let me look. It's the... Um, yeah, it's the fifth Sunday next week. So we'll be here. I'll see you 9.15. So that means, what time does it take you to wake up and get...
ready for, for service. Yeah, so at least an hour, right? To get ready? Okay. So we'll see you guys soon, and we're going to put you guys back to... Oh, so there's another uh, group coming in. So there'll be another group coming in here. If you want to hear them, it's up to you. Would you guys want to stay for them? Okay, good. Oh, we didn't know that. Yeah, 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 no, no, we didn't no. know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so, no, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, so. And it works out anyway because we, we started at 11, not 10. Oh, perfect. So it perfect. works out. Yeah, we started 9.15. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I told them, like, I give her uh, my information. So just in case they can't make it out, you know, or, or they need, like, a change or something like that, we sure. could be aware of it and we could work around that. Yeah, sure. so right. they will not miss we'll church. That. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we'll do that. Yes. God bless yeah. you, Pastor. They're all set ready for you. <laughs> Take care. Nice all to right. meet you. Nice to 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 meet you. Oh. Would you guys like some Christian meals? Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're free if you want. They're free. Look through it and see what you want. Here you go. I'll put it in your Okay. You can just take as many as you want. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. They're really, uh, really good. I was I was going through some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Do you know Linda's last name? No. 
That's it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Oh, here's your phone. Oh, thank you. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, brother. Have a blessed week. Uh, yeah, you want some books? Thank you. Sorry about that. I forgot about that. Thank you. Get excited. Expect the word. You know, when I release a word for you, it's like a chef preparing the food. Yes. So I'm cooking you five-star chef gourmet. It's a metaphor for you guys can kind of like figure this out that I'm going to give you the best. Amen. 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 So let's pray and then, then we can. So for the video, we can like reset it for the video there. I think I didn't uh, turn it off so we can reset it. You can shut it off and turn it back on. Okay, good. So let us pray and then we'll go right into the word. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you're doing works in your people's lives. We thank you, Lord, for their gathering here to lift up the name of Jesus. And we're here, Lord, for the expectation of your word to penetrate into our hearts that we could be glad in it and rejoice in this hour. So we thank you, Lord, more of you, less of me, that the word of God will preach to your people's heart. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So this is the... Last Sunday for us to be here, and then next Sunday, because it's a five-Sunday month. So it's a lot of Sundays for the month. So next Sunday is the fifth Sunday, so we won't be here, but we resume back the first Sunday of July. No, this is the fifth Sunday. No. Next week is the first Sunday. Is it? Did I say that incorrectly? Yes, you said fifth Sunday. Oh. Oh, so we're okay next Sunday. No, but you said because of the, the long weekend thing. So, okay. So, in other words, let's make that final um, confirmation. Next Sunday is because of the 4th of July weekend. So, we will not be here. 
Okay? So we will resume on the second Sunday. Yes. Okay? Are we clear now? Okay. So, today's message is your checklist for improvement. Your checklist for improvement. Oh, I, I can imagine the mind saying, hmm, what could that be? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 2 and 5, 2, to through, two through 5, Every branch in me that bear not fruit, take away, and every branch that bear fruit, he purged it, that I may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3. Now we are clean through the word, which I have spoken unto you. Listen up, guys. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. In the last verse, verse 5, I am the vine and you are the branches and he that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me you cannot do nothing. See guys? So let's go back to verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it. That we may bring more fruit. Amen? Amen. So now listen. Let's break down that verse. When we struggle in our weaknesses, when we Ask God to take away the weaknesses. He will. But you have to have a sincere heart. So, like for example, God, I might be silly here, but it's an example. God, I really like to eat a lot of sweets. Please take away that sweetness craving out of my mouth. Right? And I use that as an example because we're going to be eating here at lunchtime. Isn't that right? right? So I'm sure that the doctor might give you a guideline of what you eat, right? But you never know. Family members and maybe the staff might tuck away some nice snacks to eat. But your weakness that you struggle with, you have to ask God. See, your checklist for improvement starts with that. The area you're, where you bear fruit little of, let's say you're not as loving person as you are. So when a family member comes, you got a, a gripey face. See, that's another fruit where you can develop more of a loving person when your family members come. If your son and your daughter come, don't say, oh, why are you here? No. Say, I'm glad and I'm happy you're here. And thankful. 
and be grateful and thankful. Right? So you need to ask God to help you in that area. First of all, take away the weakness that you struggle with and say, Lord, let me abide in you. That means understanding the word and it becomes alive in your life. And then the changes starts to happen in you guys. Purge, that word purge in that scripture in verse 2, is to rid whatever is impure or undesirable, cleanse, purify. So the purging, the God wants to take out all that stuff that's not good in your life. Amen? Amen. Let's go to verse 3. Now you are clean through the word. See, that's no brainer right there. Which I have spoken unto you. Jesus is speaking here. In these last three to four verses, Jesus is talking here. The word gives you understanding. The word, the Bible gives you understanding. To keep you to live a lifestyle of holiness. Well, not perfect. None of us are. But he gives us a guideline to live a lifestyle. Should we live a lifestyle of being loose as a goose? Yes or no? No. Maybe back in your days. <laughs> well, we, but we won't talk about that. But we talk about the guideline of the lifestyle we live now according to the word. So see, as you abide in him, eventually you will abide in him. So keep that lifestyle consistently in your everyday walk in the Lord. In the morning, say, good morning, Lord. You can't see him, but you can sense him. Because his presence is full of love. That's right. He's an invisible God. Okay? Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. Look at that. See, he gives us a condition. If we abide in his word, remember, Jesus is the word. As the branch cannot bear fruit or itself except he abide. In order for your fruit to abide and bear, you have to abide in him, the word of God. Make Jesus your Lord and Savior. Make him your personal Savior. Abide in the vine and no more can except ye abide in me. Abide means, listen to this, abide, A-B-I-D-E. Accept or act in accordance. Rules Decision that God puts in his word. So we must go according to the word of God. Abiding is, here's the punchline. Doing, act upon, 
Follow the instructions, which is the word of God. Amen? Amen. And then the fruit will begin to bear in your life. You'll see people maybe talking behind your back. Why is she always smiling? Why is she always perky and just full of joy? They're going to talk about you. You just keep on smiling. I know you're talking by my back, but I'm smiling at you. Can we do that? Amen. Let the Lord abide in you, and you abide in the Lord. Bearing food allows the Word to mold you. Oh, you guys got to get that. Bearing fruit allows the Word to mold you. You ever seen a, a pottery hand and the table spinning and you got a big blob of clay and you got a bowl of water and you wet your hands and you start smoothing out the pottery? It's a beautiful thing. I took pottery back in, uh, in junior high school and there's a table and you just kind of like mold it a little bit of water and it starts to form into a beautiful vase. See? That's what God's doing. His hand is upon us. We are the clay and he's molding us. There might be some imperfections, but he takes it and smooth. Well, let me get a little bit more water. Table spinning. Oh, there's a little bump there. See, that's the bump that might be a gripey person in the morning. Let me take that off. Oh, there it goes. Smooth it out. Now you're smiling every morning. See, it's the word of God that abides if you let it dwell in you richly, then you'll start seeing the transformation in your personal life. Amen? Amen. So bear fruit. Bearing fruit allows the word to mold you, change you daily, weekly, monthly, and even yearly. Wow. Here's the last verse. I am the vine, and you are the branches. So here's a big branch, and there's a branch like this, and that's you. In order for you to continue to bear fruit, you must be still on the vine. Here's the big vine, this is the arm, and the branch is you. If you cut off the branch, you're going to wither away. And then how would the fruit bear? We'll just use an example of a fruit, apples. You guys like apples? Yeah. Yes. No one, ever, no one said yes to everything. How about peaches? Nectarine. You know why I mention all that? Because I love them all. <laughs> See, in order for that branch to bear fruit, you must still be on the vine. That makes sense, guys? So the word has to be in you more daily. And then that fruit begins to bear. The fruit is your action and your character. It starts to develop those fruits. Wow. And I'm using peaches, nectarine, apples, pears. Orange. Orange. Pomegranate. Grapes. Grapes. Green, red, and yellow. Look at that. You guys know the fruit of every variety. So when it bears fruit, it's on the foundation 
that is rooted deep in the ground is fertilized so it can continue to bear fruit. See, God is fertile word that continue for you to bear fruit. Amen? Amen. If your mind, see guys, there's always a battle in the mind. After release, there'll be a battle in your mind. Well, Pastor Nick said this, I wonder why it's not working. Because you haven't applied it in your personal life to let the word of God dwell in you. If your mind is made up, then your decision is to follow and serve him. Isn't that correct? Amen. Deny the flesh. Now, you're going to say, what does that mean? Your body and your mind are together. Isn't that right? right. Can the mind go that way and the body go that way? No. Try it. It might confuse no. you. No, no, never. never. Wait a minute. Where am I going? <laughs> Nowhere. See, guys? So once the mind is made up, then you're willing to serve the Lord. But if you kind of say, well, I'm half and half chow mein and fried rice. Because sometimes you, when you go to a restaurant, fast food, Chinese, yeah. they always say half and half. You guys agree? That's what the lady told me the other day. Oh, no, I just want all fried rice. <laughs> That's what I told her. She said half and half, no. And then the customer after me said, no, not half and half, all child me. See, everyone has their own taste. So you have to deny your flesh that the fruit can bear. And here's the part. So it can bear during tough times. If you look in your pocket, oh, I'm broke. If I go online and check my bank account, there's only 20 cents in there. <laughs> but see, you can still have joy and be content. If you can do that, not only you please the Lord, people will start talking positive about you. You want to hang out with her? You can't, there's no such thing as frowning. You're going to be smiling around her or them or him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Bearing fruit is the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. Growing spiritually is knowing the Word. Maturing as a man and a woman of God starts by hearing the Word of God. Then eventually it comes into your heart, which is the mindset, and then everything starts to change and transform you. It starts with a relationship with the Lord. Read the Bible daily, pray daily, and do worship and express to the Lord. If your voice is not the best in the world, who cares? You know, I'm thinking I'm singing good, and when I hear the playback on the video, I sound terrible. My voice is squeaking, and then my wife said, Whose voice is that? <laughs> Express the Lord through worship. Listen to this part so you can grow from it. Reflection of the past year. Well, you might say, I can't remember. 
Okay, the reflection of last week. Well, that'll be a struggle. How about reflection from last night? Well, we can do that. As far as you can take it and say, can I improve from that point to what I am now? And the answer is yes, if you let the Lord be part of your life. Amen? Amen. Okay. So examine yourself and, and see what took place and how would you handle it now than before. Rich characteristic of God that's evidence in your life right now. Are you more loving? You might say maybe. Are you full of joy when your family doesn't visit you on the 4th of July? Maybe. Are you at peace in your heart when the doctor gives you a little bit of maybe change in your guideline of the food that you have to eat? Can you put a little bit more salt, please? Can I put a little lemon on there so I can have some flavor? So is the characteristic of God evidence in your life? In closing, guys, we're almost done. Listen to this part here. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sin. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we can be healed. That's Isaiah 53, 5. That's what Jesus did for us. So we can have this opportunity to be close to the Lord and have everlasting life. And to be transformed through the renewing of the mind. Jesus did it all on the cross. So man can have that bridge back to God. When man has sinned the fall of man, God turned his back because of sin. But because of the Jesus Christ that was born to be crucified and die on the cross was the great atonement for mankind. So now we have that bridge back to God so we can speak and pray to God directly. Amen? Amen. You can be bold and go to the throne of grace so you can obtain mercy in a time of needs. Most of all, this is the last sentence. Most of all, you can have eternal life forever more, forever more in your life, our Lord God. Today, if you never had an opportunity I would be a disservice to you for not asking. Some of you have accepted Christ. But are you living for Christ? Some of you haven't accepted Christ. And you can have an opportunity. It's so simple that a six, a seven-year-old can understand that. Do you want to go to heaven or do you want to be separated from God? You know what that six-year-old said? I want to go to heaven. See, as simple as that sound, that's what God wants. But how do you do it? By faith. What is faith? Trusting. Trusting in something you don't even see because God's invisible God. If you say this simple words, and we'll close with this. I believe in the Lord Jesus. You guys say that, all of us. Ready? One, two, three. 
I believe in the Lord Jesus. As simple as that sounds, you are saved. Congratulations. Your name is written in this book. And this book is going to be seen by God. And we're going to say each and every one of your name. Oh, you guys come on in. And I'm going to just show you the reality. Wait a minute. You're not in here. I'm sorry. You're not VIP. It's only for the children of God's membership. I'm just kind of adding that so for you to be enlightened that this is how we do it. And this is how you get there. So now you said it. I believe in who? Now you can be saved. Amen? Amen. So let's pray. And if you mean that in your heart, now you're going to say, I want to learn now from this point on. And that's how you can be transformed. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. May your people grow and understand and know more of your word daily, Lord. May they really make up their mind to serve you with all their heart, soul, and mind, and strength. May you guide them in this hour, because this hour is going to pass, and the time is going to pass. We're not guaranteed what tomorrow holds for us, but we know today that we have the Lord Jesus. And I thank you for your people that acknowledge that today, that they will have a chance to grow in their lives through Christ Jesus. And we thank you for today, traveling mercy, a fruitful week, and we give you all glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Greet one another. Tell them, you say, smile. The Lord loves you. Amen. Amen. So be encouraged, guys. We'll be here next week, isn't it? No. We'll be here the following week. Amen. Amen. How many are looking forward to that next time when I'm back to release the word? Yes. I'm encouraged, guys. So you guys be encouraged. We're going to close in with the last song so you can kind of be uplifted and be excited when you're ready to leave. Amen. Amen.